Also, if you want more personal development content in your feed, you can follow me right now on social media at Matteo Grosso Coach. What if I told you that even if we don't have the knowledge of professional psychologists, we can learn some techniques to become practical psychologists? I had the fortune of studying with Tony Robbins over the course of the past years, and I learned that we all have the ability to decipher what's really going on in a situation, both with ourselves and with those we care about. The three elements of practical psychology represent a series of refinements that will help you understand the nature of human beings and in turn be able to predict how and why we do what we do. Why is this relevant? Well, the more you can understand about what's naturally going on with people, the more compassion, connection and positive influence, it's really positive influence, um, you can have as a parent, a leader, a professional, a loving partner or just a friend. So in order to become effective practical psychologists, there are three questions we must answer and this is what we are going to do in this podcast episode. I hope you will find value. The third question to me has been the most life-changing question uh, I pose, I ask myself throughout my life. So I hope you like this too. So question number one is, uh, what stops us from moving forward? If you have listened to the previous podcast episodes, you know the answer to this question. Fear. Fear can destroy our psychology and immobilizes from taking action. All of us experience fear in some context during our lives. No one is uh, um, can avoid the fear, is exempt of, uh, of fear. We can uh, experience the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, the fear of success. Um, it asks how I can handle the pressure and continue to deliver at a high level. Uh, there is the fear of love of, or losing love, the fear of being alone, the fear of the unknown, etc. Right? So, in fact, most of us feel a combination of these fears over the course of our lives. Fear is really hardwired into every human being. Nothing we do um, this weekend or in our lifetimes will take fear away. That's a, a big thing we have to accept in our life. But the secret, the secret, in my opinion, is we have to learn how to use fear instead of letting fear use you. And already knowing that fear is inevitable is really, really strong place to come from, don't you think? Because knowing that fear is inevitable puts you in a, in a state of mind where you know that you will have some fear, but courage is really embracing the fear. So while we experience countless variations of fear in our life, there are two primary fears that all human beings share, and uh, you should know this as well already. The fear of not being enough and the fear of not being loved. So if you feel, if you experience these two fears in your life, you're not alone. Every human being experienced uh, these two fears. Question number two. 
what controls and determines the quality of our lives. Wow. This is a more difficult question, isn't it? Do you want to know what controls and determines the quality of our lives? I bet you want to know. I wanted to know so badly. If we understand this, we can enhance, we can change and we can enhance the quality of our life. And the answer is, my friends, emotions. Emotions. The, the most powerful source, um, energy source in the entire universe. Anything in life you think you want, you only want because of the feeling you believe obtaining it will give you. This is an incredible realization. Let me give an example to make it clearer. You do not really want the new pair of trendy, trendy shoes, for instance. You want those shoes because of the feeling you will feel once you have those shoes. This is why after six months, you will not like the shoes anymore. They will not give you the feeling you once felt and you will chase a new pair of shoes. The truth is you could have that feeling right now without getting what you want. Because otherwise, if you don't learn this, and this is very important, guys, if you don't learn this, you will always be unsatisfied. Imagine a relationship, right? You get the feelings, the emotions, but then after a while, you know, things start to change and you're like, okay, now I need a different relationship. But that's not really how it works, does it? So besides the ability, of course, of uh, bringing something new in relationships, you have to understand how to hack your own emotions. So how is that possible? Well, to understand this, we need to dive into the triad, the three patterns that create any emotion. This is very important to understand. Number one, physiology, what to do with your body. Emotion is created by emotion. Indeed, emotion is simply a way to say energy emotion. Whatever you're feeling right now is related to how you're using your body. And this includes your face. So try smiling, for instance, and you see how your emotions change. Because if you smile, your brain doesn't recognize the difference between a different thought, um, um, a real thought and uh, an, an imagined thought, basically. So if you smile, you will think that actually you're happy and your emotions will change. Focus and beliefs. Number two, whatever you focus on, you're going to believe. So focus or perceptions, last per perception we can say, equals reality to the individual, even though it is not reality in actuality. Okay, very important. What are you focusing on? And number three, the language you use and the meaning you create. What meaning are you giving to what you're focusing on? Is it an empowering meaning or a disempowering meaning? I will give an example. If your husband is late for dinner, do you tell yourself he's with another woman and you get angry? Okay, that's the meaning you give to what you're focusing on. Or you think he went to buy you flowers and smile. That's a different meaning to the same thing you're focusing on. Understanding the meaning is important because meaning will generate emotions. And as we said before, emotions affect the quality of our lives. Okay, so be careful about your questions. You know, thinking is nothing more than mentally asking and answering a series of questions. Have you ever thought about this? So if you eliminate any habitual questions that do not serve you, you will be way better off in your mind. Words, another important thing. If you want to change your life, pay attention to the words you repeat to yourself. Certain words can change the way you feel. For example, 
I think you're mistaken, I think you're wrong, I think you're not enough. All these words in, in our head sabotage us whenever we want to achieve some goals. And uh, number um, three, incantations. When you repeat a phrase with enough emotional intensity, you start to believe it. So utilize the power of incantations by using the ones, the sentences that support you the most. Okay? When you change one or a combination of uh, physiology, focus and meaning, your emotions will change. So this is very important. Okay? And this impacts the quality of your life. And finally, the number three, the question number three, to become practical psychologists, which to me is the most interesting one for this podcast episode. Why do we do what we do? This, in my opinion, is the most important question. And it leads the way to exploring a concept which is incredibly interesting. The six human needs. How is that one person will sacrifice his life for another, while another person will murder a stranger for sheer pleasure? What creates a Charles Manson, you might know him, an American criminal, uh, or a Nelson Mandela, the first black president of South Africa? What creates, what's the difference between a mafia boss and, or a John Kennedy, you know, the 35th uh, US president? What's the difference between, what, what leads actually, what, what drives someone to hit their partner or someone to become a Martin Luther King, the American minister well known for his, you know, I have a dream speech, wonderful speech delivered in uh, 1963. So what causes these huge differences, right? We have to answer this question. The examples I presented are, of course, very extreme. But no matter who you are in the world or what you do, there is a common force that is driving and shaping all your emotions and actions. This force determines the quality of our lives and ultimately our destinies. These primal needs have been encoded into our nervous systems over centuries, guys. Although each one of us is a unique and special soul, we are all wired in a very much uh, way, this very much the same way. We're all wired in a very much the same way. And research shows that there are six human needs. The six human needs, what are they? They are the fundamental drives within each one of us. And these human needs compel us forward in a quest to experience a life of meaning. So there is no conscious effort necessary. Uh, our will to, to satisfy these needs is automatic we just do it automatically this is why it is important to to in this podcast episode to realize that we do these these things automatically without even thinking about it okay so what are these unbelievable needs right that i'm talking about the first one so first of all we have four primal needs also called the needs of personality number one is the need for certainty everybody wants stability around their basic necessities so food shelter other material resources and when people cannot control their physical circumstances they may seek certainty through a state of mind such as uh, religious faith or a positive outlook very interesting isn't it so what is the problem with certainty 
Why is certainty a problem? Why is seeking certainty a problem? What we call comfort zone is a made-up concept. The more we seek certainty, the more our comfort zone shrinks. And this is why certainty leads to unhappiness because we are not growing. We are not expanding. Okay? Very important. So despite it is important, it is not a human need that we should uh, seek on a daily basis. That's what I'm trying to say. Uncertainty and variety is the second human need, which is the opposite of certainty. People have a need to change their state. You might have experienced this, right? To exercise their body and emotions, and therefore we seek variety through a number of means. Stimuli, change of scene, physical activity, mood swings, entertainment, food, etc. Right? You want to try to experience something new. And this is why we must make a proactive effort and seek uncertainty because it, allow, it allows us to expand, really expand our comfort zone. Okay? Number three, significance. Oh, this is very interesting. So everybody needs to feel special and important in some way. People will seek significance through obtaining recognition from others or from themselves. When people feel insignificant, they may make themselves feel significant by getting angry, for instance. Others might try to feel significant due to the size or complexity of the problems. You, you might have heard people saying, Oh my God, I have so many issues, you know, no one has uh, as many problems as I have. They try to be significant. But what is the problem with significance? And this is very important. Your need for significance will lead to unhappiness because life is not about you. A teenager looks for significance when they dress in a certain way, but the people who desperately try to feel significant are the ones who commit unforgivable crimes and bad actions. A man hitting his wife, someone killing another human being. It's a desperate attempt to feel significant, to affirm that you are stronger, to affirm that you have power over someone. You know, handing a gun over the head of someone is makes you feel powerful. And this is what the extreme of the significance need looks like. So we must be super, super, super duper careful about significant guys. Okay, number four, the need that juxtaposes the significance is connection and love. Humans need to feel connected with someone or something, a person, an ideal, a value, a habit or a sense of identity. And connection may take the form of love or it may be created by a sense of belonging or a spiritual sense. Like any of the six human needs, people can fulfill their need for connection and love in positive or negative ways. So the need for love is powerful because its love brings us joy, right? But we need to be careful not to do things, for instance, for our family, just because we want to be loved. We have this need. And if brought again to an extreme, a need for love is what uh, pushes a person to kidnap their love. Have you ever heard this in the news? Right? In a crazy attempt of never separating from them. So we have to be very, very, very careful about these two needs, significance and connection and love. Then we have two spiritual needs or needs of the spirit. And why are these needs so important? Because we must meet our spiritual needs 
if we want to experience sustainable joy instead of just momentary pleasure. Okay, so let's what are these two needs? The first one, growth. Everything is either growing or dying. It doesn't matter how much money you have, how many people acknowledge you or what you have achieved. Unless you feel like you're growing, you will be unhappy and unfulfilled. So you have to seek growth in various situations, in money, love, spirituality, etc. Okay. And hand in hand with growth goes the sixth human need, contribution. On the one hand, you grow. On the other hand, you contribute. This, in my opinion, is the most important need because life is not about us. Life is about contribution. We all have a deep sense to go beyond ourselves and to live a life that serves the greater good. In the moments that we do this, we experience true joy and fulfillment. So contribution is the ultimate secret to the joy that so many people wish to have in their lives. And this is the secret, guys. So all behavior, positive, negative or neutral, is simply an attempt to meet these six needs. And all human beings are consistently seeking to meet their six human needs. But we all have a tendency uh, to value a couple of more than the rest. So you might ask yourself, which one, which needs do I value more than the others? For example, someone who values certainty most will live a radically different life than someone who values uncertainty on variety most. Similarly, someone who um, focuses on significance will interact with others very differently um, than someone who uh, was number one need is uh, for connection or love. So it, the need that we, um, the most important needs drive our behavior. Because if you look for significance, you're not behaving as someone who looks for connection and love. If you look to serve other people, contribution, you don't behave as someone looks for growth and learning new things. So once you understand what's truly driving you, you will unlock the answers to create lasting change in any area of your life. And you become a practical psychologist. This is why Tony Robbins refers to this as practical psychologist, because we understand human behavior, what drives human behavior, and we can self-assess ourselves in order to self-master ourselves. Okay? So we don't have time in a basic podcast episode to go through exercises I do with my clients one-on-one or live events, but I hope this was interesting, guys. In a nutshell, be wary of certainty and significance because they will lead you to unhappiness and proactively seek variety, connection, growth, and contribution because they allow you to expand, okay? That's what I've got for today's episode. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who could benefit. And if you could share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Grosso Coach, it would be amazing. The only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you who will do it. Make your life a masterpiece. See you next week. I appreciate you and I hope you have an amazing day.